Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Welcome to my mini pod series on the breakdown of each Enneagram number, where I'm going to be breaking down each type on its own little short. If you have not listened to episode 31, which is an overview of all of the numbers and how I incorporate consciousness into your personality, I highly recommend that you listen to that episode first so you can understand all of the content today. So I'm going to be revisiting the basic overview of type seven that you heard on episode 31, and I'm going to be expanding into the wings and the integration numbers. I'll be introducing the Enneagram triad and giving you some helpful tips. I will also even reveal some famous people who are type seven. I will be quoting the Enneagram Institute, Truity, and the Enneagram gift on this episode in efforts to not paraphrase and miscommunicate any important information. So let's talk about seven, also known as the enthusiast and yours truly. I am a seven. Uh, We make up about 9% of the population, according to Truity. Sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything good and pleasurable that the world has to offer while avoiding pain, boredom, and limitations. Sevens avoid negative emotions and experiences, instead focusing on their imagination and zest for life to keep them moving forward and embarking upon new adventures. They are optimistic and spontaneous, but can struggle to focus and not get distracted or bored. Their basic fear is to be deprived or trapped in pain. The basic desire of a seven is to be happy and fulfilled. Their super ego message says, hey, you're good if you get what you need. So an Enneagram seven will have two wings, a six wing and an eight wing. And you actually fluctuate as often as daily between your wings, taking on qualities of each. And of your two wings, one will be dominant. So you will either be a seven wing six or a seven wing eight, depending on which one is dominant. You can see which one is dominant on your chart, or you can read about the descriptions for each wing, which are on the Enneagram highlight on my Instagram page. So visit Let's Create Your Fate on Instagram for more information. Let's talk about integration lines. So when a seven is in a period of growth, it takes on the healthy characteristics of an Enneagram five, which is the investigator. They become alert, insightful, and curious. But when in stress, a seven will take on the unhealthy characteristics of a one, which is the perfectionist. So they can become critical, resentful, and struggle with that perfectionism. The core weakness for an Enneagram seven is positivity. Some strengths? Very enthusiastic for life. They have optimism and positive thinking. They have a great ability to imagine possibilities and brainstorm ideas. They are spontaneous and adventurous and able to generate excitement about all possibilities. Some challenges, they can struggle to focus. They get easily distracted. They find it difficult to deal with limits and constraints. They fear commitments and boredom and can have trouble staying present. Some stress triggers for seven, boring and routine tasks, detail work, not being taken seriously, receiving negative feedback, and being stuck in a negative situation. So let's talk about the Enneagram triads, and I have gotten all this information from enneagramgift.com. 
The Enneagram triads are also known as the centers of intelligence because they indicate the dominant core emotions that drive each Enneagram personality type to make decisions. The three Enneagram triads are the heart triad, types two, three, and four, the head triad, types five, six, and seven, and the gut triad, types eight, nine, and one. The Enneagram head triad primarily uses their thoughts to make decisions and deal with emotions of fear. Now, note, this does not mean that each of these types walk around feeling fearful all the time. They just have easy access to this emotion. So these types tend to take longer to make decisions because they like to understand things through analysis before proceeding any further. When a seven becomes fearful, it can cause them to become insensitive towards others, scattered, unorganized, and impulsive. Their fear is caused by insecurities brought on by a lack of self-confidence and the thought of being left out and alone in isolation. The best advice for a type seven is to learn more about your fear. Understanding your fear can help you rationalize it if it's even reasonable. By doing so, you begin to feel more comfortable alone and being yourself. Type sevens should find healthy ways of coping with their anxiety rather than rushing into decisions and opportunities that seemingly will relieve their fear. Sevens can also benefit from becoming more organized in life and striving to finish tasks that they've started rather than abandoning them. Some growth tips for type seven, slow down and experience the moment. Learn to see the value of having a negative conversation. Be willing to go deep. Get comfortable with solitude. Practice active listening. And of course, some famous sevens are Elton John, Eddie Murphy, and Moana from the movie Moana. So that wraps up our mini pod on the Enneagram 7. I highly recommend learning more about your type and about the types of the people who are close to you. Use the Enneagram as a tool not only to understand yourself better, but to understand others as well. For more information, fun facts, and some helpful tips, you can follow me on Instagram at Let's Create Your Fate or online at Let's Create Your Fate.com. And of course, if you love this episode, please send it to a friend who is also at Enneagram 7. That's all I got for you today. But if I could leave you with just one thing, it's this expect good things always, and they will happen. Mm-hmm.